Hi, welcome to Monday Morning Podcast. I've got a super exciting guest on today. It's George Lucas of Raise Invest. The ticket code is ASXRZI. Now, Raise works in the fintech space. So if you're following the market closely, you will have noticed that Afterpay got picked up by Square. In the context of that, this is a fascinating chat. Here's George. Hey, George, how's it going? Good. Um, it's going well. Lachlan, how about you? Very well, thank you. You know, the world's a bit complex right now, but uh, there's some exciting things going on in your industry. Uh, the recent news was that Afterpay was picked up by Square for a significant premium, and it's clear the fintech space is rapidly evolving. For those who aren't familiar with Raise, could you give us a quick rundown of how the business works and some of the special capabilities your platform has? Sure. I mean, you know, it's a good sign that the world is recognizing all the development and technology and the, you know, the financial technology that's being developed in Australia, by the way, um, Square and um, um, Afterpay are going to team up. Um, you know, Raise is in a different space in the fintech world. We're in wealth management. We're not a payments company like um, Afterpay or Buy Now Pay Later company. We're um, a wealth management. And what we mean by that, people entrust their money onto the Raise platform. It's a micro-investing platform, so you can invest from as little as $5 into, a portfolio, into eight portfolios. And these portfolios are constructed of um, um, ETFs that are quoted on the Australian Stock Exchange, but we also have a portfolio that includes Bitcoin. And so, you know, we're a product that people use for saving money, whether that saving money is through roundups, where they link their credit, credit card or debit card, and as they spend like $3.50 on a coffee, 50 cents will be rounded up into their um, raise account. I think I really have to move on. That was like five years ago. I think coffees are now probably about $4. Yeah. And then, um, or they um, set up a savings plan or a savings goal where they put $50 into the raise app every month, or they just do lump sum investment. So we have people who've only got $300 on our platform and, and a saving. And we've got other people who've got over a million dollars on our platform and they're just in there because of it's a great way to manage your money and get it all delivered in the palm of your hand because we're a mobile first app. But we're not just about Australia as well. We've got office, you know, operations in both Indonesia and Malaysia at the same time. Well, I saw some key metrics come out from Raise uh, just recently. Big growth in active customers. You must be pretty happy with that. What, uh, what do you attribute that success to and uh, what are you looking to accomplish going forward? Well, the, the success is always the same. It's always the same. It's the people we've got on the bus, the team that works at Raise, whether they be in Australia, Indonesia, or Malaysia, we have a very good team. They're very dedicated in knowing what they want to deliver, and we have a very strong culture here of, you know, working as one team, one dream, um, whether it be just in Australia or globally. So we, you know, have 20 people in Australia looking after 270,000 active customers. In Indonesia, there are 15 people looking after over 100,000 active customers. And in Malaysia, there's like eight people looking, uh, eight or nine people looking after 70,000 active customers. And that's not just including customer service and, um, um, you know, operations and administration and marketing are all included in that headcount. So we, we have a great team and that's what our success comes from. What we're best known in the, you know, we're very well known in the world for delivering very low cost of acquisition for customer acquisition. We have, we're also very well known for great customer service and a great user experience through the app and for listening to our customers. And most of our products, you know, extensions in Australia over the last five years, we've added things like 
ESG portfolios or Bitcoin, for example, or super have been driven by customer feedback. And then we're also very good at the technology build and the building around, you know, delivering a financial services product. And so in Australia now, because of that, you know, 60 to 70% of our signups are from word of mouth. Well, that organic growth probably comes from uh, the, the slick UX and the technology stack combined with the customer service. And that really appeals to the younger demographic. Um, I, I did want to talk about something that is big in the US at the moment. Robin Hood IPO'd for a, a massive amount. Um, and a lot of people in the US love that platform. I was just hoping you could run us through your thoughts on Robin Hood and how Raise compares to it. Um, because I think a lot of people would, would be interested in the, uh, the comparison. Yeah. So yeah. Robin Hood, Robin Hood is a more like a stockbroker. Yep. Um, and a, and a free stockbroker. And so they, um, you know, you can buy and sell shares or the other comparison is that they're very close for a contract for different provider as well, because you can buy and sell, sell shares, you can buy and sell sh and sell shares with credit so that you actually don't have to put up, like you could buy shares in, IBM, but only put up 20% of the cost and borrow the rest of the money. And they're also strong in options. So they're very much a trading platform. And so um, while well, Raise is a savings platform, and so we're more like our original joint venture partner in Australia, Acorn, which is also about to list in the US. And um, where we are more, we have defined portfolios. So you can't just go out and buy any share like you can using a Robinhood platform. And you go into those defined portfolios, whether they be low risk all the way up to high risk, including Bitcoin, whichever risk tolerance or whichever risk profile suits you. And for us, it's more about the savings, Our automated savings features like roundups or you know um, reoccurring deposits. While for a Robinhood, it's more about how you access the market, how you can access the market cheaply, and how that information provided back to you in the app. Just a quick one. Uh, I think it would be helpful for people to know how Raise generates its revenue as a, you know, as a, as a business because uh, the the roundup thing really appeals to the younger gen demographic. But investors would want to know basically how you derive revenue. Yeah, and so we're we're very proud of this because if you have a look at um, a lot of wealth platforms around the world, not many of them are cash flow positive, and Raise is cash flow positive, and the Australian operation has been cash flow positive now for a few quarters and we generate our revenue from a different fee model than the normal um, provider. We have a subscription fee model where you pay $3.50 um, a month to be on the raise platform, no matter whether you've got, um, you know, $5 there or whether you've got $10,000 there at $3.50. And then once you get over a threshold of $15,000, you move to 27 and a half basis points. So that's how that's how we make our money is from that from that revenue. On top of that, we do some advertising through the platform through our raise reward feature, and our raise reward feature allows brands, and we have over two hundred brands, so that if you shop say at Bonds um, online, you might and you spend a hundred dollars, you might get five dollars invested back into your raise account by Bonds. So it's kind of like a cashback loyalty program, but the money's invested back into your raise account. And they pay us for advertising on our platform to get to invest back into your account. That, that's a super interesting model you've got there. Um, I was just wondering, what uh, what capabilities are you looking to build into your platform, particularly Superstate? Uh, so a quick rundown of Superstate. Super and uh, I believe you made a move to 
uh, help users get exposure to the residential property market. Uh, and the younger demographic would be really interested in that. Yeah. And that was one, that was the reason we purchased Superstate because Superstate is um, a known entity and they have a, a, the um, technology and the capability and experience of running a residential property REIT, a real estate investment trust. And so um, that's, we were very keen for this purchase to go ahead. And now that we've, we've completed the purchase, we're in the process of working out how to integrate their residential real estate asset class, both into the Raise app inside and outside of Super so that people can get access to residential real estate. I mean, this is another asset class that is quite unique. There are not that many residential real estate REITs in Australia. And it's also, um, um, you know, very relevant to a lot of our client base, um, including um, just like Bitcoin was. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, I'm going to pivot now to something you mentioned earlier, which was uh, your Malaysian and Indonesian operations. How are those tracking, particularly in light of some of the developments in the sort of Southeast Asian uh, buy now, pay later space? I mean, I know you're not a buy now, pay later, but it's clear there's quite a bit of growth out there in those markets. Yeah, so um, it's very hard for Australians to understand, but buy now, pay later has been around quite a long time yeah. in Southeast Asia and and, um, um, and Asia in general. So it's not really that it's not really that new and exciting. And anyone, you know, every time I remember in 2016 shopping in Indonesia, and as long as I had a credit card, I'd be offered, you know, at the point of sale whether I wanted to pay in instalments or not, um, like a buy now, pay later. So it is quite common. It has been quite common in those markets for a long time. So it's, um, you know, going to be a different proposition for like the Australian large buy now, pay letters to move into those markets, even though I know that they're looking at them. And also, by the way, you know, they're dominated by the um, existing players in that market um, who already provide those type of services. But um, the thing about... Um, Indonesia and Malaysia and Thailand is they're moving very, very quickly. And um, into, you know, in the four or five years that I've been really, really following what's happening up there, there have been massive changes in their payments. They are tending to move more to QR codes and away from um, credit cards and debit cards. And um, uh, it's just amazing and mind blowing for an Australian to see how quickly they're moving and how they're jumping so many um traditional things so like in you know australians we moved to pcs and went to smartphones in indonesia they just completely um skipped yeah. over the pc but they're also doing that in um finance so um things like um stocks and bonds they're skipping over stocks and bonds and going straight to um tokenized assets and crypto crypto assets and yeah. they've already you know yesterday i saw a report that they're now more people investing in crypto assets in Indonesia than they are investing in the stock market. Wow, that's a fascinating stat. I've, I've, just for listeners and viewers, I'd also back that up with the fact that I believe the Southeast Asian nations have the fastest growing middle class in the world, combined with the fastest growing internet population. So I guess all of that really lines up. And nicely. I think also the fastest growing millennial population as well. There's that too. So, I mean, it's, it's a really interesting sort of geography to be trying to get into as a market. Um, and I just wanted to, I guess, 
tie this all up. You mentioned cryptocurrencies. You can get Bitcoin on your platform. Uh, what are your near-term goals when it comes to raise? What are how does that play into the next few years? And are there ambitions to add new assets to the platform and enter the US or UK markets? I know it's a big question, but I'd really like your thoughts on this. So the US and UK, no. We'll start with that one. Okay. Yep. We have ambitions to move further into Southeast Asia. So we're, we're working quite closely to launching in Thailand, and we actually have a stack running in Thailand, even though we haven't got gone through all the regulatory issues yet. Um, we're also beginning to work to go into Vietnam. So we're really focusing on Southeast Asia. And, you know, as we've heard, this is going from a few, you know, a lot of commentators, you know, 2021, um, um, sorry, this century is a century of Asia and we're, that's where we are and that's where we're going to play. Um, from, a, you know, from an asset class point of view, the next asset class will be residential real estate, as we talked about in Australia, and that will, um, that will take up a lot of, you know, that's a good um, six to 12 months journey to get that onto the plat platform. So we're also looking at doing things like revamping raised kids, which is very popular. So after we've got so much feedback from our customers and taking in all that feedback to develop a, a better experience for them in Australia. In Indonesia, we're looking at starting to introduce some insurance products and we've introduced some capital protected products there lately. And in Malaysia, we're looking at introducing the raise rewards feature um, and increasing our revenue per customer. So we've got a lot going on. Yeah. And for us, we know what we do well and we just continue to do what we do well and keep our heads down and focus on this strategy of what we do well and just um, like we did in Australia and we know that that will deliver and eventually get us to the results where we want to go. Well, that's a great summary of, of what investors can expect going forward. I, uh, I really want to say I, I appreciated your time today, George. We covered a lot of ground very quickly, but for anyone new out there who's looking at Ray's, it's a fascinating company, and I'd just like to thank you for your time. Thank you very much, Lachlan. Have a good one, George. Bye. You too. Have a good one. Hey, that was a great chat I just had with George Lucas of Raise Invest. Again, the ticker symbol is RZI on the ASX. I thought it was really interesting how Raise is targeting the Southeast Asian market and the demographics there. So definitely check Raise out, and by all means, like, subscribe, get in touch. We'd love to hear from you.